Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual fund, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. Equity markets have been on a downhill. Equities and other risk assets have seen volatile times. These can be linked to one inflation rising and as a consequence, central banks around the world have tried to tame inflation and raise interest rates on another side oil prices have been rising for quite a bit of time since russia ukraine war kind of started at this time a lot of people are kind of reminiscing the period during the covid turmoil when markets were falling and at that time what happened central banks unleashed a wave of liquidity into the system and stock markets got collateral benefit we can say at that time So will central banks step in this time around are the situations similar what can be expected to talk about this we have hari vishwanath chief research analyst hari hi hi kumar hari we have seen this during that march 2020 covid turmoil period right february march yes when uh, markets were falling because they thought uh, covid is going to wipe out everything and then central banks kind of unveil different measures yeah. which uh, uh, put in liquidity in the system so when now markets are again falling can we expect uh, central banks around the world are in are they in a position to repeat something similar no uh, absolutely not hmm. uh, see over the last decade they didn't have an inflation problem hmm. and now they are seeing the kind of inflation they have not witnessed in 40 years okay and uh, see at the end of primary mandate of central bankers is price stability Okay. And price okay. stability has gone out of control completely hmm. with decade level. But that price stability will then is so important that growth can also be impacted. Take a, uh, yes, take a back seat for a while. Yes, they now will be choosing price stability over uh, growth, hmm. and uh, the the reason is because uh, as we all see, the inflation data month after month has been. accelerating mm-hmm. or if not accelerating it's been going up mm. uh, and uh, well above the previous months uh, okay. inflation data mm. so uh, see the thing is central banks will not intervene with liquidity mm. as long as the market remains liquid mm. only if it comes to a situation where uh, the market becomes illiquid mm. it becomes completely chaotic where the flow of money stops mm-hmm. only at that point of time they would uh, think of uh, entering for example this is what happened uh, in 2008 during the peak of the subprime crisis mm. like uh, uh, general electric which had a pretty big nbfc ge mm. had a okay. big nbfc okay. and its ceo uh, jeffrey emelt mm. called up called up the central bankers and said he is not able to borrow his okay. company is not able to borrow despite having a pretty decent balance sheet mm. so central banks will intervene with liquidity when there is absolute it's a, in, in economic terms they use the word called plumbing mm. where the flow of money gets clogged okay so uh, we have not come to that situation okay uh, and Hence anybody who is expecting that central banks will kind of intervene now yeah are not thinking on the right direction yes risk assets are falling mm. bonds are also falling mm. but there is liquidity liquidity you is have uh, you have uh, in your articles uh, dealt with macros at yeah. great detail yeah. and i remember you had written about wealth effect now i think recently you also wrote about reverse wealth effect yes and you linked it with central bank so mm. 
is this uh, if central banks don't intervene and stuff like that is is that going to lead to a reverse wealth effect yes. how does it start yes see very simple right uh, when some central banks pump the market with liquidity hmm. uh, the bond holder let's say they buy the bonds hmm. you are a bond holder when okay. the central bank is buying the bonds in the market hmm. or they do it through their uh, banks who are their agents hmm. in for their quantitative easing the price of the bond goes up okay so you if you are the bond holder earlier hmm. because you are getting a little bit higher price you get the cash okay now that cash you either have to keep it in a bank hmm. or buy some other asset okay you may buy a lower rated uh, uh, debt or bond hmm. which is giving higher higher interest rate now the person who is selling it to you hmm. will now have to do something with that bond yes. so this is a pumping of liquidity flows into uh, layer by layer it gets channeled into risk assets it's like a Um, uh, ice melting on top of a mountain yes. it flows through because, different yes, huh? exact perfect that's a very good analogy hmm. so that is what happened that is why equity markets did well okay everything went up right when qe is done bond prices also went up yes true right uh, bond true. prices went up the yields declined hmm. uh, equities went up so basically liquidity starts with the central bank buying bonds hmm. as you say like a uh, ice melting it becomes a water yeah and it like gongo tree to ganges yes. that's how it plays and catches out, up more uh, gravity as it yes. for, goes below and now all this is going to get uh, reversed is it uh, to some extent yes they're going to they're stemming the flow at the top oh there will be a pretty significant impact with this and they're not just uh, stopping the flow flow of water hmm. they're sucking back some of the flow of water with quantitative tightening okay some of the bonds they have bought they're now selling it into the market hmm. this shows to what extent they are focused exclusively on bringing down inflation okay and uh, the other thing people have to notice that uh, inflation is a huge political issue hmm. whether it's True. india or For any other country uh, elections are lost or one on inflation hmm. if you remember 2014 elections amongst many reasons of hmm. course uh, among many reasons that had resulted in a wave in favor of bjp hmm. uh, and against congress hmm. upa hmm. was uh, was the fact that in people lived through high levels of inflation hmm. between 2010 to 14 in hmm. india hmm. similarly in the us what is now happening is it's becoming a big political issue okay to some extent they are trying to deflect the blame on putin hmm. but inflation was high even before the russia ukraine war, war happened okay right inflation was very close to 8% in the us okay, okay. even before that's quite high the, for yes, even their standard but extremely high when your interest rates were close to zero hmm. so given that so the reverse wealth effect how it will play out is this as it's the opposite of the ice melting hmm. and uh, so this will result in uh, a kind of uh, some of the uh, water being taken out taken out so the asset prices stopped. will fall okay. what will happen is see the quantitative easing besides flushing liquidity into the system hmm. also is to increase the risk taking instincts of people debt okay. is cheap you can borrow invest uh, asset prices go up that gives you a confidence and you spend more more all right so now they have to do the reverse wealth effect where asset prices go down hmm. so you spend less demand has way uh, surpassed supply hmm. so when asset prices go down either you have uh, either at a at a behavioral level your hmm. confidence would be lower in terms of spending hmm. or uh, uh, or in the fact that you can sell an asset and buy something hmm. let's say for example you could uh, book some profits in the stock market and buy a car mm-hmm. right now you can't do that mm. so basically the central banks want to 
reduce demand okay and the reverse wealth effect is one such tool so uh, coming back to india yeah uh, we have seen how global central banks have acted yeah. now in india uh, we have also seen stock price correction and stuff like that yeah. uh, but we have seen intermittent different trends yeah. uh, sometimes it's uh, the markets are falling sometimes the markets are again rising and people are saying recovery is happening and all that yeah. so in india uh, is the financial situation or the macro situation little different from what you see in us or how are, are we ahead of the curve are we similar with the curve that central banks elsewhere are following uh, i think we are quite different and my sense is we are better off hmm. uh, our inflation is not as bad as what they are having hmm. uh, partially because i think our central bank was more responsible mm. uh, uh, this uh, and our fiscal stimulus was also more targeted okay uh, in, in the developed economies this fiscal stimulus was very aggressive mm. and uh, so was the central bank uh, stimulus so by that argument if our stock markets see, will be should be better shielded is it see if you are just looking at only domestic flows yes mm. but then we have to factor that we have been huge beneficiaries of easy money globally okay right? portfolio flows from yes, overseas a lot of money has come in hmm. now that hasn't now that's been on the reverse hmm. uh, but domestic uh, money has been supporting it hmm. now the question is what is going to happen first are the fpi going to come back uh, into the markets hmm. or the domestic investors are going to uh, get tired hmm. right they have been supporting the markets there has been an fpi exodus since yeah yeah it's a october a last huge year. number of mon- amount of money that money. is flowed and a lot of domestic support has been cushioning the fall in the market hmm. we are down but it's been cushioned by the domestic Cushion. money yes now who is going to wear off first okay right uh, is the is the fpi going to come back after uh, be, uh, being on an exodus for many months hmm. or is the domestic investor going to give up after uh seeing after doing fire fighting declines, for some time consistent declines although our declines are still better off than global uh, mm, mm. Uh, global markets so that has to be factored and the other thing is what will be the impact of inflation all said and done uh, in terms of inflation we seem to be better mm. but uh, at the end of the day being a lower per capita income country mm. is this inflation going to pinch people more are they going to reallocate their resources capital etc mm-hmm. this also has to be factored factored in okay and i mean uh, another question that has come to our mind is about this how the stock markets uh, are seem to be delinked mm-hmm. uh, i mean there was this period where people said our stock markets were delinked then there was a great linkage mm-hmm. now on and off this question of linking and delinking again comes up mm-hmm. uh, you have talked about portfolio flows and also the domestic flows that mm-hmm. have been supporting markets Uh, so what gives what is the way ahead for stock markets my sense is uh, inflation as a problem doesn't go quickly okay. i mean you know it's anybody's guess mm. but i will definitely not go with the prediction of experts who are now saying inflation will be under control by 6 uh, months down the line okay. because the same so called experts last year uh, said inflation is transitory oh okay all right so to some extent their credibility is dented mm, mm. there are very few people who are warning about uh, inflation mohammed mm. elerian is one economist is one such person whom we interviewed at bl portfolio mm. and uh, so he warned about inflation okay and he is saying now that it's not going to go away quickly mm. and he is saying we may still not be at peak inflation 
uh, that the peak might still be ahead of some time away and not behind us and i would like to make a, a interesting quote by uh, a late austrian economist friedrich hayek hmm. he once referred to inflation as the tiger whose tail central banks hold okay usually with trepidation hmm. and ideally from a safe distance okay the central bankers wait to see the whites of the tiger's eye hmm. before acting hmm. they risk having to run like the wind okay to avoid being eaten okay right so waiting too long risks interest rates rise that are larger and faster hmm. than anyone would expect okay which is what is happening now okay so uh, the road ahead for markets if inflation suddenly comes under control mm. uh, yes the markets can uh, recover mm. but there isn't much of a history of inflation suddenly coming under control okay and most of the people uh, who said it is transitory they are the ones who are saying it will be under control 6 mm. months down the line so i wouldn't go with their uh, uh, with their opinions this time i think we have to be cautious mm. that means uh, there will be more pain in the markets okay okay On that note that's it from us for this week stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL portfolio read us in print on Sundays and online at the hindubusinessline.com/portfolio do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful thank you